Hello and welcome back to the Ebby Online podcast. This week I'm joined by Bradley Weeks, also known as FX Supreme, a controversial guest, some may say. He came to my attention after blowing up on various blogs online. I wanted to give Bradley the opportunity to tell what's really been going on in, in his life as he's been well known for his many romantic interests over the past couple of months. Due to many assumptions from blog posts and social media, we dig deeper and tell his side of the story. Tune in because we discuss it all. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy and please don't forget to give my podcast a rating. I've been excited to talk to you because you have been, your name has just been ringing through the blogs. Okay, I have noticed that to be fair. Um, I do I do have a little look now and again, but I try not to get too invested into it to be honest with you because it's, a lot of it's bullshit really. Um, you know, yeah, a lot of it's bullshit, a lot of lies um, and a lot of assumptions of just in my opinion, in my eyes, um, it's just people with nothing else better to do than, you know, than, than watch, watch me, really. <laughs> when did you first become aware of the blogs and people talking about you? Who notified you about this? So, it all kind of blew up a little bit when I started to see uh, Rebecca. I presume you know who that is. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I met Becky, and then obviously Becky's went to... influencer, isn't she? Well, if that's what you want to call it, yeah. I mean, yeah, she, she does influence quite a lot. She's done it for years and years. She's got a lot of tattoos, and I think and she's done a lot of modelling and stuff over the years. So, yeah, you could say that, yeah. So you met her. How did you meet her? Because people are saying that there is an overlap with your ex, another ex from your past, and... Okay, so, okay, so, right. Set the record straight. The floor is yours today. Okay, so, basically, um, in the beginning of the lockdown, I think it was in March time, okay, mm-hmm. um, I was involved in, in a cocktail company that was set up by some friends of mine in the Birmingham area. Um, it's this cocktail company, the Cocktail Cartel. So, basically, what we was doing was... Um, we had we had a we had a unit and stuff and was creating these cocktails in pouches and packets. Um, basically, we was uh, delivering these pouches to to people's houses um, and basically taking the party to them because no one could go out through the lockdown. Um, it went absolutely crazy. Um, at one point, there was three or four drivers on the road. Um, you know, we was covering the whole of Birmingham. We got to a point where we had Manchester. Um, Huddersfield, different bases all over doing these cocktails kind of things. Now, um, we had a cocktail page that every, we had loads of followers on there. And basically, everyone used to retag the cocktail page when they bought cocktails. Um, now, the one evening, I, I always used to have a little look through and search through. And the one evening, I came across Vicky, who was obviously my ex partner. And I seen her, um, I looked at a page. And I dropped her a message. I said, hey, you know, she stood out to me. So he's tattoos, the bald head. You know, he's cut it's my, my kind you of thing. You do have a type. You do have a type. Yeah, I definitely have a type. That goes without saying. You know what I mean? That, yeah, I do. So I messaged her. Um, we exchanged messages for a few days or so. And then I went to a meeting in Sutton Coldfield. And I said, look, I'm finishing my meeting now. Do you want me to drop by? Bearing in mind, we're still in the lockdown. She was an apartment in the city centre. She just moved there with a friend. He said, "Yeah, come round." So I popped round. I took a box of cocktails, um, and then, yeah, the first night I went round, we had a couple of drinks, and then we, we went to bed. And from that day, um, we, we we kind of stayed together. But the first the first time I ever slept with Vicky was on the first night that I met her, um, and it's the that that's the when she got pregnant, the first time I ever slept with Vicky, she fell pregnant. Now, after about two weeks of seeing her day to day, I actually cut it off with her. For about five days, 
we didn't speak. It was it was done. It was over over to me. Why? And then, Why? Because she just wasn't. Um, she at, the, at that point, uh, you know, we, we got on, but she just wasn't. I didn't think at the time it was. She just wasn't quite there for me. It just wasn't really there. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what it was. It just wasn't there. Um, I had other plans, you know, in the lockdown. I had lots of things I wanted to do and achieve in terms of my career and stuff. Um, so then, uh, yeah, like I said, I cut it off. And then five days later, I get a message. Um, I need to speak to you. I've got something to tell you. Straight away, I knew what it was going to be. Um, you're pregnant. And the message was, I don't care if I am. I'm keeping it regardless. Whatever you choose to do, um, you know, that, that's down to you, but I am keeping it, so I'll do it on my own or you can stay with me. At that point, I thought, well, it takes two to tango. I should have been more careful. Um, I'm not just going to walk away uh, walk away from her. So I went back and then I literally just put my all in um, and just tried to settle down. And to be honest with you, for, six, for the six months that we was together, I can't, you know, we, we lived that family life. We lived together through the summer. We used to go out and it was quite normal. But then after like sort of the fourth month, the fifth month, she just, we just sort of lost, you know, that connection. Um, she was, she's very unaffectionate and I'm quite an affectionate guy. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you can see that, but I, I like a lot of affection. In, in you love romance from what I can see. You love romance. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm, I can't. I do get bored easily. Do you know what I mean? So you have to. You have to keep me on my toes, and that's something that Vicky never did. There was. She just never. She doesn't do anything. Um, she didn't work. Um, all she wanted to do was just stay in. Um, when I met when I met Vicky, she'd never even been out for a meal. Really, she'd never even been for a steak. She'd never even even been to Pizza Hut. Do you know what I mean? She'd never lived any kind of life. She lived a really really sheltered. And very boring life, you know. So I started taking her out, introducing her to things, buying her things. I took her on holiday. I'd done lots for her. I bought her, I bought her lots of things. Um, but it, it just wasn't there. And then I took her to Tenerife and then got back from Tenerife. And then as I got back from Tenerife... He has been um, to Ibiza from what I've... Okay, okay. So Vicky... Ibiza before she met you. She went, Vicky went up. Vicky went to Ibiza for three, four days, and it was a, and it cost her two hundred pound to go. Do you know what I mean with a friend? And that's the only thing. That's just another thing with her. Like we'd go for a meal, and uh, we, we'd sit down, and all she ever used to do was be on Facetime to a friend. Uh, you know, I like to go out and drink nice wine. She doesn't drink wine. She doesn't eat any. She doesn't eat any food. She doesn't she, like. The, 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 there was just nothing there with us you know what I mean we don't share the same interests so I'd literally go out for food and sit and drink and eat on my own while she'd sit there on FaceTime to a friend there was nothing nothing there um but yeah with the Ibiza thing she went she, yeah she went away on a 200 pound holiday for four days do you know what I mean and that's all she ever, the girl ever talks about and that's that's it do you know what I mean so when I took it I took her to Tenerife it cost me nine thousand pounds to take her there I spent about 10 grand when I was there. I bought a, I give her two and a half thousand pounds or whatever to buy clothes before she went. Um, we got there, we had a massive argument when we was there because she was just so boring. We were just not getting on. But at that point I was thinking, you know, she's pregnant. I've got to make it work. We get back from Tenerife and she had to, we had to move out of the apartment. So at this point we went to stay at my parents just for a week or two. We went and viewed a big house that I put um, an offer in. We nearly got that. But in this time when this was happening, we was just not, there was no connection. Like I said, I was getting bored, no romance. I couldn't even get a conversation out of her. Uh, um, and then obviously I added, I found, I come across Becky on uh, social media. I added her. And then I unfollowed her because um, Vicky got a bit, pissed off about it mm. and then Becky actually messaged me for the first time she was one that messaged me saying no you've unfollowed me um and I'm, I dropped her a message back and we this just had lots in of September uh this was in about the beginning of September yeah okay. um so yeah Becky messaged me that and I messaged her back and then we were just 
you know, we, we were, for about a week, we was just messaging each other. And she basically gave me all the attention and all the everything that I was missing with Vicky. And it just lifted me up a little bit. Do you know what I mean? So I said to me and Vicky just got worse and worse. And then the one weekend, I just, you know, um, I just said to Becky, I said, look, me and Vicky was arguing. I said to Becky, I'm coming to pick you up. And I went and picked her up. This was on the Monday morning. Um, we stayed in Manchester for four days together. Out meals, you know, giving me all, making me feel the way I wanted to feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, giving me all the attention I wanted and, and just making me feel good and confident. What, what she'd taken from me, really. Um, so... Yeah, on the Wednesday, we came to Birmingham. I came back to the, my parents to pick up some stuff. At this point, me and Vicky was already over. Um, she knew it. She knew I was with Becky. And then I said to Becky, I said, look, let's get away for a bit and let's go to Dubai. So I booked us to go to Dubai. Um, and we flew there on the Thursday. Do you not uh, think the timing is quite a quick turnover? Do you understand why Vicky would be hurt by this? I totally get it, right? But for, for months, I was saying to Vicky, Vicky, you have to change. I'm unhappy in this relationship. I don't want to leave. I want you to be more this. Can you try? Can you do this? Like, what? you know what makes me laugh with Vicky? At the moment, like, when I met Vicky, she'd done OnlyFans, right? Mm -hmm. Now, she posts all these pictures of herself in, in lingerie and underwear, right? And she gives off an, an impression that she's a fun person and she's like, it's like that. She's completely the opposite. In the whole six months that I was with her, right, I've never seen her in any lingerie at all. Yet she posts it all over her Instagram, uh, you know, like, like that's the kind of person that she's a fun, but she isn't. She's nothing like that. And that's what I originally went to her for because I've seen her OnlyFans. And I've seen she was a bit fun, and, and that, they're the kind of girls that I like. Whether that makes me a bad person or people can say, oh, they're slags or whatever. That's the kind of, I like fun girls. Also, and they're the type with, of girls. With only fans, they have to behave like that in order to sell content. It's more of a job. I think Vicky looks fantastic. I think she's a very yeah. beautiful girl. But yeah. isn't it more to to get more sign-ups on OnlyFans that you have to, yeah. you know what I mean, no, it's performance, Instagram. I totally, get, I totally get that, I totally get that, but, you know, when I'm saying to her, well, why can't you, can't you do anything for me? No, she never done anything for me, ever, nothing. Yeah. I used to go, I, every day I'd wake up, I'd, I'd go out, I'd buy her stuff and come back and go, there you go. She wouldn't even, you know, like, she never really done anything for me. There's, I can't ever say there was one time she ever went off her own back to go and do something for me, do you know what I mean? Um, what happened in Dubai? So in Dubai, me and Becky was getting on great. Um, I suppose it was, I was just got wrapped up in all, all the attention and the way she was treating me. Um, it was all a bit of a whirlwind. We went to Dubai. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, making, I'm making a considerable amount of money every day. When, at that point, when I was in Dubai with Becky, I was turning over between ten and twenty thousand pound a day, um, you know, and I, I was out there just spending crazy money. How much did you spend in Dubai? In the total, in the total in time I was in Dubai, with the hotel, with the holiday itself, about a hundred thousand pound in 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 about twelve days. And what do you do? What is, how would you describe yourself? What do you do? What's your job? How can you afford luxury? I am, I'm a forex trader. I'm, I, I get there's a, there's a lot of controversy out there about it. I generally trade the forex market. I've traded the forex market for five years. I have put my, my whole life into this to get where I am right now. And I'm not saying that I don't lose. That's part of what the job is. Yeah. Um, you know, I do lose, I make, but I always, I make more than what I lose, basically. I, I, you know, for the first two or three years, I moved away, I had my head in the screen for 18, 19 hours a day, learning, learning, learning. Um, and, that, and that's all I've done, and I'm still to this day, I sit here, I know you see what you see on 
on Instagram, but every day I'm still up and I'm still in my office and I'm still on my phone and I'm still working. Um, you know, I work 18, 19 hours a day still now. So that, that, that's how I afford it. People saying I'm scamming this and I'm scamming that. I'm not. I wouldn't be doing sitting in a £2,000 a month office and living in the city centre in an apartment I pay three and three thousand pound a month for. Do you know what I mean? All this money is all legal. Uh, it all goes through my bank. I have bank statements. I have business accounts and everything to prove that everything I do is legit. We're back to Dubai. You're in okay. Dubai. You're having yeah. a good time. You're living lavish, living luxury, eating good food. You're yeah. feeling so, romantic. Yeah. What happens yeah. next? So. A couple of my business partners had flown over to those in Dubai as well. Um, so they messaged me the one um, the one day when they was there and said, let's meet up. I said, come on, we'll go out. Uh, Becky went and met her friend who was living out there. They went shopping. Um, and I went off to meet my pals at the Five Palm. When I got there, they're young lads. You know, they're 21, 22. They're making crazy money as well, doing the same kind of things. Um, we've hired a yacht. We've got on the got on the yacht. Obviously, when you're out there, there's a lot of females, and and and, and that's all they're out there for. Really, is a good time, and and, and guys in money, I suppose. Um, and yeah, we rounded a few girls up, and they come on the boat. My intention was never to get on that boat, and you know, and do anything or fucking kiss these girls or whatever, because I was with Becky. But when I got on the boat and the music was going, the more drinks was flowing, these girls were obviously attractive, they're all over me. And it just went from there. Like, and yeah, I didn't do anything. I did kiss that girl. You've probably seen the video. Um, mm -hmm. And it got posted. And then, yeah, that's when Becky seen it. And then that's when it all that's 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 when it all started really. Is it an, is it a problem for you? Has it been a problem for you in your life though, getting bored easily and being easily tempted, would you say? By yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I've never been able to hold down a relationship. I was my first my, I've got a son who's eight, so I met I met his mother. Um when I was 18, I lived in Marbella for years. Um, it's not, it's not nothing new to know that people know that I went to prison. I've um, seen the documentary on Vice. Don't you worry. Yeah, I've done, done a documentary on Vice. That was 2015. That was with a very good friend of mine who's now passed away, Jason Coglin. He's a very, very, very well-known face in the underworld. Um, and I, I literally done that documentary to help him out. Mm -hmm. um, but the prison sentence, I've never been convicted for drugs in the UK or anything like that. Um, I was I was sent to prison here in the UK for money laundering um, and, and for by false representation and tax tax things. So I'm not saying it's not a bad thing, but it, it, it's, it was a white collar crime. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I went to prison for. I never robbed anyone. I never scammed anyone. It was simply money laundering and not paying taxes and, and stuff like that. That's what I got caught for. Um, how do you yes. want to though have a relationship with someone that you don't get bored of are you searching for that ideal person that ideal partner do you think of course yeah I, I am yeah all the, like all the females that you see me out with at the moment these are girls that know what they're getting into right I'll make it very clear to these females that when they meet me you know okay People say that I love, I love bomb them or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I take these girls out, I wine and dine them. We go out, we get drunk, we just have fun, right? And I make it clear to them, yeah, mate, I, I am nice to them. And they, they end up getting attached, but I don't, you know, I do tell them what it is. And at the start of it, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. But as time goes on, they always seem to get attached. And then when I cut it off, I'm the bad person because it's like I've, I've upset and I've hurt them and I've fucked them over. But when, from the start, they can see my page, they see what I'm doing and they see what they're getting involved in. So in my eyes, who's the one to blame? Is it a thing where do you, do you, is, do you tell them like we're in a relationship? Because I know you've got a new girlfriend currently. We'll get onto that bit down the line. Um, yeah. But 
do you tell them you're in a relationship? So with that title, just from a woman, woman's perspective, you're going to expect loyalty and monogamy and, and none of that. Or do you say to them, I'm going to see other women? I don't, I don't necessarily say I'm going to see other women. You know, if I've got, you know, I've got four or five women around me. They all know about each other. They're all messaging each other. They all They all message each other. When I'm with that one, they're messaging her, slagging me off saying they don't want me because I'm with her. And then as soon as I leave her, and then I'm back in town with that, with back in that town or whatever, they're, they're like, oh, can I come and see you? And they get caught up again. So they all, they all know what they're doing. And whether it's because I take them out and I'll, we have nice meals, food, they say, I don't, I don't know what it is. But at the end of the day, they all still keep coming back. And, you know, well, it, it, they know what they're getting into. This is why when they start slagging me off and they're putting shit all over Instagram, I don't entertain it. I just laugh at them because I know if I be they will come back again. Back to Dubai. I mean? that, Let's get back to Dubai. I've got so many more questions to ask you. I want okay. to get this, this, cool. this timeline out the way. So we're in Dubai. Okay. You've kissed that girl on the boat. Um, yeah, that... That was a Russian. That was a, uh, just some some Russian. She was an estate agent from Russia. Um, I still chat to her now and speak to her. People say she was an escort and I paid for her. Mm. Uh, on my son's life, I never did that. I still speak to her. She's a lovely girl. Um, uh, yeah. So that was that. And then after that, the boat. She went. She went home because she had a flight to catch the next day. I went back into the five palm with my friend. Oh, you seen those videos? I was ordering the champagne and all that, and then I was. And there was a Colombian girl or some Spanish girl. Bradley, I want to yeah. know what is what is it about you? Come on, what is it about you? What are you doing to these girls that is making them flop? <laughs> if they know, what, you know what they're getting themselves into, describe yourself. What are you? Are you putting them under a spell? Is it voodoo? What are you doing, Bradley? I don't really want to say big-headed when I'm talking like this, really, but. It must just, they tell me it's my, the charm, I suppose, and just my persona, my aura, the, you know, people like the fact that I'm a little bit black-hearted, I suppose, and they love that chase, and they love the way that I am with them and the way that I treat them. Is this uh, why you get girls DMing you, reaching out to you, offering? Yeah, I get girls, I get girls from all around the, all around the world offering me. My inbox, I've, my, I've got seven, 800 unread messages. 300 of them are probably women offering me all different kind of things and when I say women I mean that ranges from some girl you know fucking uh, from down the road who's got nothing to girls that women that are living in Dubai who are probably worth 10 times more than what I am they they just want a man with a who carries boy. this up and no I want a man what sorry a bad boy I'd, I'd call you a bad boy yeah yeah well if you, if you want to say that I think women like the fact I'm, I've got, I have some tattoos. I've been to, I have been to prison. I'm, you know, um, I carry myself with an aura. When anywhere, anytime I walk in somewhere, people do always stare. I'm, I must, I just, I've just got this kind of aura about me, I suppose, that, that women just. So how did you, the Colombian girl, what happened to her? Because that's two people in one night. Bradley. Yeah, so the, the, the Colombian girl stayed with me in um, the Five Palm. Um, she was with me. I'm, she, she was on a table in there with a few girls. I was ordering loads of champagne and food and it was all coming over and they seen us. I could see them looking. So I just shouted. I said, come on, get on here. They come over. She comes straight to me. She lives in Dubai. That girl does. She lives out there. She, um, yeah, and I was just chatting to her and we got talking and then we just we just hit it off again like I don't think I've ever spoke to a woman and, and it's not turned into something like I don't know why that happens but it just does I, I maybe I'm over friendly I don't know I don't know but yeah um, then after, after that night after that night you get back to the hotel so after that after that all finished I went back to the, the Atlantis to the palm um Becky had Obviously, at this point, when I was in the palm, Becky had done these videos because she'd seen the video, throwing all my clothes off the balcony. She rang down to reception and was ordering the, the most expensive bottles of champagne. They come to like £18,000. Um, 
at this point, I was completely oblivious to what she was doing. You know what I mean? Um, I knew she was pissed off when she'd seen the videos, but I didn't know what she was doing with my stuff or what she was ordering. Mm. Everyone's seen that as well because she recorded it and put it on her story. Um, but anyway, I went back to the hotel and the money, the the managers and the, the security came down to me and there was like, right, we've had hundreds and hundreds of emails, hundreds of phone calls from the UK, different people telling us what's happening. Um, Becky has asked us not to allow you to go in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, well, listen, I'm paying for all of this. Here's my credit card, here's my bank card, here's the bill. I paid for everything. I said, there's no way that you can do that to me. It's my room. If anyone's got to leave the room, it's got to be her. They said, right, okay. I said, listen, the bait that she had about the Rory with her baby. Um, I said, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I said, but I need to get to my room. So they came up with me and brought a female with us as well. We got to the room, the female entered the room while I waited outside. I said, just go in there, get a wake her up and ask her if I can come back into the room so I can speak to her. So that's what the lady did. Becky came to the door and she said, Yeah, no problem, come in. So I went in. I went in and we was talking and it goes back to the charm thing. I was talking to her. I can turn anything around and make it, you know, uh, not into like, what's the word? Isn't that a bit manipulative? So I suppose so, but that, that's just my personality. And I'm not, not manipulating because if someone's, if someone's accepting what you're saying and laughing along with you, and then kissing you back and kissing you and laughing and saying, oh, you know, you're an idiot, but I can't keep away from you and you're decent. You know what I mean? And, and that's what happened. And then the next day we woke up and we spoke. We went for some lunch and dinner. Oh, sorry. That, that, the, the night before that, that's when I, I went to Tiffany and I bought a... Um, Tiffany necklace. I bought, yeah. I, before I met Becky, I've never even met her in my life. And I sent her a two and a half thousand pound Louis Vuitton bag before I even met her. I said to her, I'm coming to pick you up. She said, I don't believe you. It was her birthday. I said, pick a bag off Louis Vuitton. She picked a bag off Louis Vuitton and I ordered it two and a half grand and sent it straight to her house for her. And I never even met her before. Isn't that a bit love for me? Would you say people could say that? Well, I don't, well, that's an opinion, ain't it, I suppose. Mm. I so don't know what you, you mean by love for me. You're in Dubai. Yeah, but, yeah. You're hugging, you're kissing, you've made up. It is like you do have some sort of magical power because <laughs> after all of that, this is where the blogs got heated and it was very, it was explosive on social media. How yeah, that's when it all started going back man. after that because people were like, what, what, I don't even understand, Bradley, what you did. Did you look her in the eyes? And she, you were like, don't look around the eyes. Don't look around. Look, look me in the eyes. Do you hypnotise, do you hypnotise women? Like, I need to. I don't know. She did, she, she did, she did look at me and she used to look at me and just say, Bradley, you, you what are you doing, man? Like, you, I just can't, you're just addictive. I can't did stay away from her. her. In that moment. I can't remember. I just, I just laugh it off. Like, oh, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? You know, you know, we're good. We're having fun. That's all it is. And I think it's the fact they can't, they can't get me where they want me. And that's what they keep trying to, that's what they keep hanging they want on to. to change. Yes. And I think every girl would likes to believe that a man will change for them. It gives them an ego boost, I suppose. Mm. Um, but yeah, we made up. And then basically I said, right, forget what has happened. I can't change it. When I drink and I have a drink, I get a little bit excited um, and I do silly things that I wouldn't do when I'm sober. I admit that, right? But I said to her, come on. I said, we'll come from Dubai, we'll fly to Bali. Let's go and stay in Bali for a month and get a nice big mansion out there and just chill and just let all this blow over and we'll see if we can, we'll just carry on doing what we're doing. She said, yeah, that's no problem. So we tried to get out to Bali, but we couldn't get there because of the the lockdown was already. Mm. a red zone and everything. I was trying to get us visas. I had a, we had a guy there that was going to get us a visa, but it was going to cost X amount. And I said, look, I'm not really prepared to be traveling with your daughter 
doing, you know, on fake visas and all that. It's just, I don't want to get arrested or it's just not worth it. So then I said, let's go to the Maldives. Um, we looked at the weather in the Maldives. It was raining season, pissing down the rain. I said, well, what are we going to do then? And she said, well, shall we go to Turkey and get our teeth done? I said, come on, we'll do that then. So I booked the, we stayed till the Sunday. I booked a flight from to Istanbul. We flew from Dubai to Istanbul, stayed there. And then we went from Istanbul to Italia. And we got a little hotel there and we went and got our teeth done. And then whilst we was there, everything was blowing up again on, on social media. Um, Why? What, what was the reason? Because you were back together? Because you yeah, because were- we were, yeah, we was, at this, okay, at this point, everything blown up that, that much. I was kind of, I, I, was, I was just laughing about it. You know what I mean? The things that people was putting, the stories they was making up. I couldn't believe how much people was in, so invested in what I was doing. And it was a bit of a shock for me because I've never had that. Yeah. Um, so interested in my life. I've always lived my life this way. Before I got with Becky, I was still doing, and with Vicky, I was still doing the same things. Just it wasn't just as public. Well, it was. I still put videos up and that, but I didn't have as many f- people engaging and following because you know what I mean. Um, and then we and Becky was out there, and we, we admittedly we was both playing up to all this. We was purposely doing videos. We was purposely doing stuff just to have a laugh, and that's what it was like. Um, uh, yeah, so that was it. We went and got our teeth done. Got your teeth done from what I saw. It, I don't know, for some reason, it really, I get a weird feeling when I see people with their teeth filed down because I just think yeah. you're pain. It looks like you're in pain. Yeah, it was fucking awful. I can't lie. Are you yeah, in pain? It was a weird, yeah, I'm not in pain now. No, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. There's nothing, no, but nothing then, wrong now. your teeth were fine. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was in a lot of pain. It was, the, it was a horrendous, it was horrible. It was the worst four days in my whole, well, five days in my whole life. And the, the, the two weeks, three weeks after was completely horrible as well. It was not oh, nice. Yeah, I can't even, because I just feel like teeth are so sensitive. Um, yeah. So you get back to the UK and it seems like you've broken up. So we came back from Antalya and I, we came back early. I we was meant to come back on the Sunday. I actually rushed the teeth, uh, Seville Small, to get my teeth done because I wanted to get back. At this point, Vicky was still messaging me. I was messaging Vicky. At this point, I was thinking, fuck, what have I done? Um, I had my head turned. Someone had given me all this attention. I've fucking, I've ran to it. Um, I've had all this fun in a whirlwind. Everything's gone crazy. And then after two weeks, I was starting to think, fuck, what have I done? I've got a baby on the way. What am I doing? And Becky could see this, and I think she knew what was going to happen. Um, and I booked a flight back early on the Thursday. We flew back. We got to Manchester Airport, and I put Becky in a cab. I got in a cab from Manchester, went back to Birmingham, and I come straight back. Me and Vicky were speaking whilst I was in tent- in Turkey as well, saying that I told her I was going to come back, and it was a mistake, and I was going to try... But I just, this is what I wanted from her. She admitted that she was not giving me the attention that I needed or just being a woman, really, be, you know, being, be, being a woman that a man wants. And she admitted that and she said, I'll try more. And so I said, OK, let, let's get back and, I, and I'll make things right. So I came back on the Thursday. I went out on the Friday uh, with a few friends. Then I've seen her on the Saturday. And then, yeah, we, we kind of got back together. I come back down to, um, I, I, at that point, that's when I come to Sheffield then to be closer to my business partner. And we opened our offices in Sheffield. So Vicky came to Sheffield with me for the week. And it was kind of, I didn't even speak to Becky. She seen me back with uh, Vicky. Um, and yeah, we didn't even speak. Me and Becky didn't, we just left it there like that. And then... After a week, me and Vicky went back to Birmingham. I went to my pub um, and we had a massive argument in the pub because I'd had a few drinks. And then, yeah, I've not seen her since that again. I I left that night, went to Birmingham. And then that's, yeah, I ended up with another woman that night as well, to be honest with you. 
in the Malmaisian. argument over? Was it just over you drinking? And obviously this was at your family pub around members of your family. What do they think of all of the drama that surrounds your life with these women? Um, it, it, for me, it isn't drama because I don't let it be drama to me. The drama is on their side. They create the drama. You don't see any reaction from me. When these girls are doing lives or they're posting stuff about me, saying these, making up lies, basically, I don't ever reply to it because I'm too busy with my own life, working and making money and just doing what I want to do. I haven't got time to fucking argue all the petty what shit your, that you make. What does your parents and, and your other family members see when, you know, one of them is crying, I'm sure they contact your mum and reach out to her, et cetera, et cetera. What, do, what type of support do they offer these women? No, they don't, they don't really contact my, my parents. There's no, there's no real reason for them to, um, there's no reason for them to contact her really, is there? I mean, they know what they're getting into. Okay, Vicky was my, my partner, we was fully together. And I planned a future with Vicky. We, at, at one point, you know, I got I got her a ring. It was well, I wouldn't say engaged, but you know, I got her a, a nice ring, and and that was me settled. But mm. I just couldn't I just couldn't go on with her. And the amount of what she's done over the past couple of weeks is crazy. Her and her friends, they're just posting. She says she's not bothered. She's so caught up in all of this. It's unbelievable. She has got no life at the moment. If you've noticed, all she does is sit in her mum's bedroom in a bedroom at home and do nothing. That is her life. That's all she's ever done. And this is what I didn't want to do. I like to be out there. I like to be out living life. She doesn't. Um, and since all this with me, off the back of me or and Becky and, and, and my life and the things I'm doing, she's gained loads of followers. All from, And these followers are all people from these forums that are just taking the piss. But she thinks, I think she thinks she's got some kind of, um, what's the word? I don't know why I'm laughing because it's not funny. Some kind of following from it, do you know what I mean? So she's, if you look like, I look at some of the stuff that she posts and I think, well, why are you posting it? She's saying that I've taken money off her, I've robbed her stuff. I can guarantee you on my son's life, I've never taken a penny from Vicky. You know, let's did you watch the live? To, let's get Sorry? back to after sure. you've come back, you're with, Rebecca, you're enjoying yourself that week. You're going to your favourite restaurants. What happens for that relationship to end? With Vicky? No, oh, with, oh. with Vicky, yes. You, you ended things with Vicky. You, did you hook up with another woman that night? At what point? On the front, when after we had an argument and she said... Yes. After you broke up that night, did you hook up with another woman? Well, what, what happened was I left the pub, right, and I had... No bank, I had no bank card on me, I had no money, and I couldn't get back in. I was saying to Vicky, send me some money. She had six grand of my money in her bank. I keep all my money offshore in, an, in my broker, in my trading account in Australia. So it takes three to four days for my money to land every time. So what I do is I'll transfer over, depending on what I'm doing, or you know, I'll transfer a certain amount over. So I'll two or three grand a week I'll put over. And that money was in... Um, that money was in uh, Victoria's account. Now, when I left the pub, I had no money and I couldn't get back in. So I was saying to send me some money and I, and I couldn't get in, had nowhere to stay. And it's 30 minutes in a taxi to get to Birmingham city centre. So the only thing that I could do at that point was ring one of the females that I'm connected to that will help me, that will go out of their way to do anything for me. So that's what I've done. And they got me a taxi to Birmingham where I met her. Uh, in the casino, we had a few drinks in the casino, and then we went back to a hotel, uh, and then and then then she left the next day, and I've not seen her since that. But I got myself back together, went back, got my stuff, and then I came back to Sheffield. And then at that point, I just knew it was over with me and Vicky. I went back, I tried. It was even worse when I went back. It made me realise why I left. Um, and yeah, and then I just stayed in. Then then I just started my life in Sheffield and thought, you know what? This is me, this is my life. Me and Vicky are over. I've got to accept that. Um, I was asking her for my money back. She wouldn't give it me back. She tried to withhold it. And it, it, it was just arguing and arguing and arguing. How did you end up with the person that you dumped 
Vicky for again after this? Or how, how quickly was this turnover? How did you two get back? Who, who are we talking about now? You and Rebecca after Victoria now. Okay, so soon as I left, sorry, that was it. Soon as I left Vicky on the Friday, on the Monday, I contacted Becky. Becky spoke to Becky. Becky came straight down to Sheffield um, and then was there back down here with me. And then we just, we was just, yeah, we, we were just, just living down here. She was living down here with me, going out, doing what we was doing. She's been working at uh, some guy's house doing her interior design. Um, and she was coming over to see me, staying with me, going back to work. We was going out. And it was just like that for a couple of weeks. Um, Why did and, that end? Yeah. Uh, it, it, me and Becky have never... I don't think me and Becky will ever end, if I'm honest with you. And I think she knows that. We, we you know, we, we've got... We, we have lots of fun. There's never going to be a relationship there. But when we get together, we do have fun. And there's a little, we have got something, you know what I mean? There's this little thing that we've got that we can't break away. And we've been through so much together in the short space of time that I've known her. Um, and yeah, so she'd go back and then when she would go out, um, that's when I met Yasmin then. Then Yasmin came on the scene. And then I dropped Yasmin. Went back to Becky, dropped Becky, went back to Yaz, and it's just it's just been like that. And now it's you're with somebody else. Okay, then. So this is a bit of a game changer now. To be fair, is this um, the one now? Is this the one you want to spend the rest of your life with? What is the deal? I, th I, I think that's a bit far fetched when you say that, but um, this girl that I have met now ticks all the boxes. Um, she's quiet, she's very genuine, and I had the best weekend I've had in a very long time, and she's made me feel content, and I've kind of found, found, found myself a little bit, should I say. How um, did you feel about you having, how many relationships this year, probably five more? How I wouldn't say that they're not relationships, this is me living my life. Situationships, then we'll call them. Um, how does she feel about these women? From, how does he feel? How does this current woman feel about them? Does she does she care at all? Is she? Of course, she, of course, she cares. What I've explained to her and I've told her the, the truth. These women are nothing more than company. I live in Sheffield. I work in the city. I trade. I make good money. I don't want to be sat at home every night. The reason why I do what I do is to be able to go out wear nice clothes, eat nice food, drink nice wine, and live a, a better life than the average person. That's why I, I studied and I, and I got into this, to be able to give me that life. And I don't, if I'm single, right, I can go on as many dates as I want. Do you know, it doesn't mean... down? Do I want to settle down? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, I do. But it's, I'm not just going to, I'm not the type of guy that will settle down with anyone and just stick there because like most men do, I can tell you, I know at least 30 men who are in relationships with kids and wives and they cannot stand each other. They're living together and they, they're fucking, they want to kill each other. They don't even speak. They got no sex life. They got nothing. And I'm not the type of guy that will ever live my life like that. You know what I mean? Have you I'm ever just... been in love before? Have I been in love? Yes. I have been in love once before. But I don't want to go into that. that no one knows that girl. Um, no one knows that girl. I went through a bad time. And that was only ended at the beginning of this year. That went on for 18 months. And that, that ended the beginning of, of January this year. And then, then I met Vicky. Vicky was Did the second person. Did you in your unborn child's life? Do of course I do. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to be in his life. I'm just not responding and retaliating to all the shit that she's putting and all the shit that these trolls are putting. When my son is born, I've already got um, a family lawyer involved. Um, I'm not saying anything, but it, I will be involved in his life. I have a very big pot of money that I can fight with, um, and I will be seeing him 100%. That, no question about that. I'm just not responding or 
you know, I think Vicky wants me to give her something, you know, so she can jump back on a story and, 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 and make herself feel a bit important again. That's what she wants. And that's why I'm not responding to none of it. But yeah, how 100%. do you feel about all of the negative comments? Does it affect you in any way? Do you it agree with some of the comments or is it mostly just? It's all bullshit. I, laugh. I purposely post stuff and I purposely do these things to get the, just to see what they're going to put next. Like, I find it absolutely outrageous that these people are sat waiting for me to post something. Yeah. The, the, uh, like, I, I can't imagine, I can only try and imagine what these people's lives are like. What are they doing? Are these people sat at home all day and don't leave the house because they've got no money and they can't do anything? So their only form of entertainment is watching someone like me. Do you enjoy entertaining people with this? Just by living your life and posting a couple of I'm, I'm not I'm not doing anything. Um different. I'm not doing anything different or that I'm not doing anything just to just to impress them. The what I'm doing is what I'm doing in my day-to-day -day life. It's like it's like anyone else on Instagram posting their videos. They're posting their videos because that's what they're doing in their day-to-day -day life. That's what they're doing on their weekend. I'm posting because that's what I'm actually doing. It's how not because do I'm doing feel about all of these. There's nasty things that have said. How do you feel about being called a narcissist? And what do you say to the people that give you that title? I don't say anything to them, but I'm not what you know. There's so much things again. If you got to know me on a personal level, where it was like like when women get to know me, this is why when when the women do get to know me and they spend time with me, they see a completely different side. They see the real me. They see me open up a little bit. They see what kind of person I really am. And at the end of the day, I'm only human. And I do have feelings. I do have emotion. And that emotion does come out when I'm with the right person and I'm content with someone. Would you say or, that there has been past pain and trauma in your life in order for your love language to be this way? Is it kind of a protective thing to protect yourself? Or is it just? I have not, I have, I've had a crazy life. You know what I mean? I've since a young guy, since I was 15, 16, I've, I've been out there. I've, I've fended for myself. I made my own money. I lived in Spain. I had my own apartment when I was 15. I was, you know, I, I've, I've done so, so many things. I've been in prison. I've, I've done all these things. And like, there's so many stories. There's so much gone on. I've experienced, I've seen so many things. And I'm just not. I'm just, I'm just very, I'm just very wise, I think, and I can see, I can see through people, and, and yeah, I'll probably put up a bit of a barrier. Yeah, you, you could say that, yeah, if, if you want to put it like that. Yeah, I do put up a barrier, but I don't see how this affects or brings any of the females into it. That's just me having fun. Mm. What's next for you? Do you see yourself doing reality TV? Because that's the energy that you give me. Does that make sense? It's, I wouldn't say it's a negative. I've never, listen, I would do reality TV. personality on that, on that platform, does that make sense? Have you been offered anything? Do you see that for yourself? I've not been offered anything yet, no. Um, I'm not saying, I would definitely do it. And I think I would be very, very good. Um, I've, you know, I think everyone would agree with that as well. Do you know what I mean? I haven't been offered anything yet, but if something comes along, I'll be definitely up, up for doing it, without a doubt. Um, I think I'd make great TV. Where do you see yourself next couple of weeks? What can we expect from you? Because I feel like this is why people are watching you. It's always to see what you're going to do next, who's, next, who's yeah. going to come into your life, etc. What's going to happen this weekend? It's Tuesday right now. But Tuesday now, so my plans, just give me one second, uh, my plans, my plans for the weekend, Friday, sorry, Thursday, uh, Jessica's coming to Sheffield to meet me, Friday, we are going to Birmingham, we're going to stay in Birmingham for the weekend and go for dinner, and I'm taking Jessica down to my pub, so we can have some drinks there, we're going to spend the week, and just spend the week together. Um, that, that's my plan yeah, from Thursday. I came back from Great Yarmouth today um, and to do some work. Can I hear someone kissing you in the background? 
No, no, my phone's ringing. <laughs> I thought that was someone. It wouldn't surprise me, Bradley. <laughs> Probably not. You know what? Maybe, you know what? Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But I'm not, I'm not going to answer that. Not going to answer that. Where do you see yourself next five years? Oh, living in Dubai. Um, definitely in, based in Dubai. Um, and, and just, you know, set, settle down with someone, living the same kind of life, just with one person, just doing what I do. I, you know, I don't want my life to change. I just want it to get better. I've got goals, I've got targets to reach, and I'm on track to reaching those. But yeah, yeah, that, that's it really. I haven't got no, uh, yeah. Is there yeah, any that, that, comments that you would like to give before I close out? Any what, sorry? Any further comments that you would like to, to put, put on the record? I'm, I know certain people that will listen to this, um, yeah. if you are listening now and it's the end of the podcast, that will be maybe a bit annoyed with me because I didn't go crazy on you and ask you loads of, I don't know, like just attack you, but a journalist is supposed to be unbiased and they're supposed to ask the right questions, if that makes sense. But have you got any, any further comments? I don't like to invite people on to attack. I just like to hear the story. Listen, I've, got no, I've got no comments. Yeah, I, I've, I don't think we've even covered half, even, even a quarter of, of what we could really go into with everything. But it's just a brief, a brief thing to give you, people. You're a welcome to come back in the future if you'd like. Yeah, I'll definitely come back, and I think we can just if you get some more. Because this was very last minute, wasn't it? This so. Yes. Um, you can get some more questions together that you'd really want to know and we can go into more depth about my previous life and how I got, you know, all these kind of things. I would love to know about your your past, um, what happened in Spain, your childhood, these types of things. Go into depth about, I think we're the same age actually, Bradley, um, yeah. about your life because I feel like it would be an interesting story. It's a bit Sean Atwood, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We can do that. You just let. What me are your links? Shout them out. Where can people find you if they want to follow you and connect um, you? The only thing that I use is Instagram. That is it. Nothing else. I haven't got time for anything else. No snap. Nothing. That Instagram is the only thing that I use. And what's your at? So it's at ffx supreme. underscore supreme underscore underscore. There's two underscores in the last part. I do have a lot of fake accounts that run under my name as well with three underscores, four underscores, but I am FX underscore supreme underscore underscore. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. No um, problem, you're welcome. listening to the ebby online podcast please join me next week monday for a new guest and a new exciting topic if you enjoy the journalism that i create and the content that i pump out please support me by rating my podcast on spotify and itunes